Hello, and welcome back to Listen to These Nerds. Uh, tonight we're going to be playing uh, some uh, Pacific City Zeros. I'm John. I'm going to be running the game uh, with me tonight. Hi, my name is Chris, and I'm going to be playing the role of Brian the Beyonder. Hi, I'm Joe, and we'll be playing uh, the role of Quintess. Good evening, good morning, and hello. It's the brand new star of the superhero world, Tessa, also known as Limiscate, being played by Tyler. Uh, and I'm Jonathan, and I'm going to be playing the Liquidator. All right. Uh, so um, uh, we're going to begin with Brian the Beyonder. Uh, Brian, you are, as, as usual, keeping abreast of like all weird magical activity in in the city. Yep. Um, and uh, when you're doing that, you 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 notice that there's a, a new source of uh, of magic that's uh, been appearing in the city sporadically just large bursts of magical energy um hmm that's no good okay yeah um and then you you start tracking it and then you start uh noticing that it is uh being um uh uh actually why don't you give me a roll to see how well you can track this energy okay so uh let's see what i got here um can i use a principle of magic for this absolutely Excellent. Okay. So, um, for this, that's going to be... All right. Uh, 2d10s and a d8. So, yeah, I got a 9 for this. All right. So that's a success with no uh, uh, consequences. The, awesome. Um, so what you uh, managed to find is that the um, all of these, like, magic spikes seem to... Co coincide with a, a new heroine that, that's appeared in Pacific City uh, who appears to be a uh, five-year-old girl in a princess dress uh, calling herself uh, Princess Sparkle Miracle who's been going around and defeating villains. Oh, this is going to absolutely suck! Oh, well. Yeah. Um, so, the, the, the thing is... Um, like you, you watch some like news footage of her in action, uh, and the thing you realize is that she's um, that while she seems to have some sort of magical wand that she can like blast energy out of, and she's uh, you know relatively nimble and agile, much more so than a regular human should be. Um, a lot of the times, uh, she she seems to be doing weird like basically like. What should be impossible spells, but the the, the key word you you latch onto is, a lot of the times she says "I wish" before they happen. Wait, that's exactly what somebody would say if they were. Oh no! Oh no! 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 And yeah, I'm just pacing back and forth, uh, in my sanctum, just hands on my forehead as I'm going, no, 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 over and over again for the better part of a minute. And then, once I have calmed down and collected myself, I know for a fact that this is going to require the help of multiple people to overcome, so I am going to, uh, quickly grab my phone and I'm gonna start sending out some texts to some people. Um, yeah, so, um, when, uh, when you, um, try and contact Vindictive, you get, uh, this number has been disconnected. Oh, uh, what has Vindictive gotten himself into now? 
Yeah, you're you're not sure. I mean, it's probably nothing. But then again, the last time he he was off doing something, he did lose like part of his insides to a. I would say like a majority of his insides, really. Mm. Yeah, to to an eldritch like demon. So. Yeah, I remember. I was there. That sucked. Yeah. Um, but you managed to get through to uh, Quintess, Lemon Escape, and the Liquidator. All right. So basically, I, all of three of you received the same text. Um, greetings, friends. Something horrible is happening. Uh, I require your aid as soon as possible, for this may be a matter that affects the entire city of Pacific City. Does Brian the Beyonder sign his own text messages like somebody's dad? Yes, exactly. Brian the Beyonder at the end of all of them. <laughs> I imagine it's also like your title, so it's like Master Magician of the Third Realm. So it's just like um, the text messages is like a one of four. <laughs> sure, why not? Remember when text signatures were a thing, guys? Mm. Oh, well, hey, a job. Uh... Guess things have been pretty quiet. Might as well uh, check up. So uh, Victor or the Liquidator will text back, like, "All right, you want to meet tomorrow? Talk about it?" Question mark. Uh, uh, and yeah. So basically, you receive a reply saying, "If you could meet me as soon as possible, because um, if, although we could do it tomorrow, if we leave it off." I shudder to think about what may happen to the entirety of the city if we leave this on the back burner for too long! Whoa. Okay. What's really Edit impressive is he somehow does the voice in text, so... It's, well, he, yeah. He's a magician. Every, every, every letter on the outside of a word is capitalized, and every letter on the inside is lowercase. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, Victor's gonna hop in his Corvette and motor on over. Uh, Quintess will, uh, get in one of her disguises and head on over. Uh, uh, Lemniscate will text O-M-Y and then leave. Okay. So, um, eventually all of you get to Brian's house at one point and stuff like that. So as soon as he sees you outside, basically, uh, yeah. So Brian, the first thing you see, uh, cause, uh, Quintess lives closest, um, there seems to be what looks like a well at first at first at the distance you can tell it, it looks like a mascot outfit but the closer you get um it looks like a mascot outfit that might have been out in the sun for a couple weeks after being in a dumpster for a couple weeks and have, if any of you have ever played silent hill 3 there's a specific rabbit uh that is essentially looks like it is like partially melted and covered in blood mm, yep <laughs> Um, oh, with the, the theme park. With the mascot head, which, which is clearly a jar, and like limping to the side as the as the eyes are now dangling low, and it just like waves at you and begins walking towards you. <laughs> All right, so um, <laughs> so I'm gonna say that I open the door when I see you start to come up, and oh, greetings, Quintet. Oh, Oh no, I do not need two problems now! Not- not with the first one I have, no! This cannot go- Quintess, what has happened to you? Quintess- the- the rabbit, like, like, jerkily, like, in- it takes, like, a couple pulls, uh, pulls the mascot head off. Oh, sorry, uh, I guess it was too convincing. What is this? Oh, isn't it great? I found it. Uh, 
underground. <laughs> um, I, they must have discarded it after they changed mascots. But it's still completely usable. She hits it, a piece falls off. <laughs> um, Quintess, you... <clears throat> no one's talked to me. I'm invisible. <laughs> Fla flashback to people actively, like, staying away and or children running. Mm, I love this. Quintess? Alright, um, so long as you are here, do not wear that because, well, the kids aren't home, but I'm getting... Uh, oh, yeah, no, 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 it's okay. Be... You're, I don't want I don't want your kids to think I'm, like, a magical creature, and then I'll, I'll, and then they want to hug me or something. I'll, I'll, I'll take the outfit off. That would be very much appreciated, Quintess. Thank you. Now, um, if we could just set that to one side, and yes, there we go. And tell you what, I will put this in a trash bag so that nobody will see this whatsoever at all. Oh, sure. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> okay, uh, so yeah, I just take care of that, and you can tell that Brian looks even more stressed out than usual, which is really saying something. Um, uh, alright, now, if you could wait downstairs until the others arrive! Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah, Vic, Vic will get there pretty quick. It's gonna just drive, drive straight on over. Okay, great. And, uh, how about Lemniscate? Uh, when is she gonna show up? Well, speaking of magical creatures, uh, on, on the flip side of this, it turns out Lemniscate recently got a day job, um, basically uh, playing legally distinct Tinkerbell at the theme park that discarded the bunny rabbit outfit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to see you uh, dressed entirely as Tinkerbell then? Well, well maybe not, not necessarily Tinkerbell, like, you know, cutesy yeah. fairy outfit. Blue, cutesy blue fairy outfit, outfit instead of green. Hair is brunette instead of the, the wig is brunette. Well, her hair is hot pink, but yeah. Sec. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm just going to see this, and I'm just going to. Ah, honestly, with everything going on, I am not going to comment. So come on in, my friend. Thank you for coming so quickly to my summons. Of course. Uh, what else is a hero to do? Walks inside. All right, all three of you down in the sanctum. Uh, yeah, Brian is looking at. It looks as though he definitely has bags under his eyes and just, um, yeah, he actually has a cup of coffee floating along beside him that he's going to routinely take sips from as he's pacing back and forth desperately, looking as though he's trying to collect himself. Jeez, uh, you look like you haven't slept in a day or so. It's pretty serious, huh? Well, it's just the stress that's getting to me because we are m m more or less at the whims of somebody who can control reality as we see fit. Wait, what? Oh, you mean like you do? No, far worse. This is somebody who, because of their own selfishness, has found themselves banished and cursed as a result of toying around with a fabric of reality. And now Quintess this... begins, like, pulling at her collar, like, <laughs> No, you! Don't worry, Quintess! I would like to, again, say for the record, uh, mine was an accident. Yes, and we do not blame you for that! It's okay! I would like right. to say for the record, mine is aliens, so... Right! Now let me ask you, what do you all know of genies? Genies, like, in a bottle? Genies, like, Robin Williams? That's about it. 
In ages past, there existed a race called the Fell, beings of supreme might who were able to restructure reality as they saw fit. But, in order to do so, they required nutrition from human beings, you see, as they fed upon desires being fulfilled. Now this, whenever a human was able to find satisfaction with what they had done, that is how the Fell were able to gain power and sustain themselves. But, so you might think that the Fell would be able to use their abilities to give humans whatever they wanted, but, well, this would burn them out in a sense, for if a human gained everything that they wanted all at once, they would never truly wish for anything else. So, instead, the Fell were able to gain their nutrition by helping the people gain what they wanted with their own two hands, but give them small nudges towards their goal. For just give them, uh, find ways to encourage them to do their work themselves to get what they wanted instead of giving to it to them whole cloth. You understand where I'm going with this so far? And I pause the demonstration to kind of look at the audience and just see, you know, if everybody's following along. So oh. it's like everyone's got their own personal life coach. What? Kind of, yes. Oh, All right, oh, that doesn't oh, seem so uh, bad. So wait, it, so it's a so it's a B two fifty, and for for a second uh, she bosses the real. Oh, sorry. Um, classification system. Um, we I think I might have. Well, I didn't see it, but I've heard of one of these before, right? Like, it's like a well, it's like a leech or something. Like it feeds off of people forever, or like it just it it like. It's like, uh, the devil on your shoulder kind of deal? Um, well, I'm getting to that, so maybe I could continue with the demonstration. We shall see how much it lines up with your perception of things. Lemniscape is making shadow puppets in the illusions, by the way, since she has okay. her own illusion powers. But that's neither here nor there. Continue. Okay, I look back and... Lemniscape, I am trying to make a demonstration here, my dear, if you could refrain from your puppetry! <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Thank you! Now... As a result of this, if a human were to have all of their desires fulfilled, they would never be able to ask for anything else. So, as a result, the Fell had strict limitations in place. Cultural practices, where they would not give a human everything they wanted all at once. But there were some Fell who did so anyway, gaining massive amounts of nutrients. But as a result of this, spoiling the human for all of the other Fell. And as a result... These fell were considered heretics, and the rest of the fell designated them and such, calling them genies. Ah, neat. And so, the fell banished these genies by choosing to lock them away in the form of items such as lamps. And so, these genie, imprisoned as such, could still be unlocked by humans, but... Mm, out of sheer wrath and malice for being locked away for so long, they still chose to fulfill humans' desires, but did so in a way that would cause the humans to regret their decisions later. Cursed I mean, that, wishes. That, that kind of makes sense, you know? Because if the person regrets their wishes later, then they might make more wishes to try and fix it, and you got essentially an infinite power supply. Mm -hmm. I kind of wonder why the original fell didn't just do that in the first place. I mean, I'm glad they didn't. Well, then people would stop wishing for things because then they would realize that, you know, if anything involving their wishes was about to bite them in the ass, then they'd never want to wish for anything else. 
Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Frankly, so what's the deal? So, the reason I am telling you all this is because of this! And I just pull up it, an image of the five-year-old girl that is... What did you say, John? She was eating uh, criminals? No, she's not eating them. She's She will... <laughs> she, like... She the the thing is she's catching criminals, but ah. uh, but she's doing like weird magicy, like she's doing what people weird. probably think magic is, but not really what it actually is. Yeah, yeah, mm. she's basically doing things that are are seeming that that Brian would know are like like not quite impossible, but like not possible in like the way she's doing them. Like there are no arcing gestures, there's no words, there's no circles. Like there's it's. Like doing magic without without, without doing the, the actual magic, it's like taking a toy gun and ha expecting it to fire real lasers. Yeah, it's it's like walking into Mordor and being like, "Expel Amaris." It's like that's not gonna. <laughs> that's a different. That's a different thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So all of you guys are seeing this little girl, uh, just doing all of this stuff, and I'm just watching all of you. Are you starting to notice a pattern with what she is saying? I. Is that, oh. from a, is that from a TV show? I don't watch a lot of TV. I, no, I, I heard about her in the news, actually. She's really cool. I am just giving you, Lemniscate, a look. Well, I mean, I didn't realize that she was doing the bad thing. So you think this little girl's got a genie? I honestly do, yes. And the fact is, if she is toying around with the fabric of reality, she could make a wish that the genie will inevitably grant and the backlash could affect the entirety of the city or reality itself as we know it um so uh chris i i'd just like to to make a couple additions here yep uh, of stuff that that uh, brian would have noticed so sure. one uh she is uh so genies because uh they are you know prisoners and they don't want uh the uh them to to gain too much power by you know granting too many wishes uh, the fell limited them to only being able to grant three wishes before their lamp is teleported somewhere else. So right. it's dragonballed away. Yeah, it's dragonballed away. Uh, yeah, no, she's made way more than three wishes. Hmm. Okay. Which, which so she's, uh, so she's not only got a genie; she's also breaking the rules. Yeah, yeah, like she's breaking the rules of how genies are supposed to work. It's not mm. just that that this is gonna like come like come crashing back at her and, and, and at some point. Brian knows that this is messed up. This isn't how genies work. This isn't how, and like this isn't how fell work. The the ones that are still free, like they like nobody, no fell would would do this because it's too obvious, um, and they would but like they would get themselves genied up if they did it, or or somebody so, like Brian would show up and deal with them. Yeah, so it's very very strange that she has effectively infinite wishes as far as you can can tell like that's that's all, all, almost more worrying than than the fact that she she's doing this in the first place and yeah i bring this up with all of you as well yeah. maybe all she right. wished for infinite wishes it are, are you allowed to do like that, that. <laughs> technically oh. yes and the repercussions for wishing for more wishes are some of the worst imaginable i shudder to think of if anybody out there ever was ever hypothetically stupid enough to wish for more wishes there is a reason why people say it's a bad idea so uh, wait let me get this straight you got a little girl 
maybe like four or five years old. She's running around and she has the power to do basically whatever a four or five year old wants. Mm -hmm. And she's basically unstoppable. She's got infinite reality controlling powers. And as so, you are, uh, yeah. you, as you are you, saying this, I am constantly drinking from the cup of coffee that I have in my hand, making constant eye contact with you the entire time. And so you call your friends a sentient black hole, a legally distinct hey. Tinkerbell, and a man who can throw money at people. What exactly do you expect us to do? This really seems like more your department. I mean, no I mean, offense, I'm, I'm glad that you uh, you think so highly of us, but really. Wait. It's just my day job, so I think I'll be fine. I got, I got, I got more going on. Uh, Cortez's eyes light up when she walks up to Brian and grabs him. She goes, "Brian, do, do you think this could fix my?" And then she motions to her entire body. <laughs> Ooh, Cortez, I'm going to be honest with you. Of the possible solutions that exist for your condition, I would rather not secure the help of a genie, because. We have no idea what would happen as the unexpected side effect of asking them for a favor such as this. Yeah, you got to remember they're malicious. They don't just give you what you want. They give you that and more. It's a curse. I remember reading about this. Oh, I guess having two curses would be pretty bad. Yeah, double double your trouble. Mm. And Liquidator, to answer your question, at the moment, you are all I have, and I understand that this may be very much out of my wheelhouse or for all of us, but frankly, I am trying to ensure that reality does not collapse because of the wishes of a five-year-old girl. Oh, well, consider me touched. Alright, you got a plan? Uh, I, I have a question, actually. Yeah. So, um... I don't know if any of you listen to it, but I have a uh, Urban Legends Encrypted podcast. And Brian, do you think you could repeat all that word for word right now? So that way I can put it on my next episode. Pulls out, <laughs> pulls out recorder. I just look so lost and so tired and so fucking fed up with everything as I am just staring at you dead on. You know what? Sure. Why not? Just another day in the life for Brian the fucking Beyonder. Wait, wait, wait! Hold on. Uh, uh, so, Brian, Brian, you, you, uh, there's a knock at, at the 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 door to your sanctum, uh, and, and uh, your wife comes down with a with a jar, uh, and with a jar that says swear jar on it. <laughs> I knew. Yes. All right. That that's very fair, dear. And so I just clink, uh, put some change in, and. Uh, it is enchanted so that she can tell whenever anybody in the house does that. Useful oh. for the kids. Um, first Good time enough. I've ever done it, really. Uh-huh. So wait, I got a couple of nieces, and they can get pretty ornery, but even, you know, they gotta go to sleep at some point. Is it... Could we try and tire her out? Is that a thing we could do? I get mean, her to nap? It's an option. Hmm. So that jar works for anyone? So long as they're within the confines of this establishment, then yes. Fuck. What what happens? I want to see what happens. <laughs> the, the the jar buzzes and the uh and the name Tessa shows up on top of it, and, and the wife just ha holds out the jar for you. Totally worth it. That was so cool. <laughs> yep. It pulls up like a dollar, puts it in there. Mm. Wait, an another idea. This is a kid. 
kids have parents. Where are this kid's parents? Has anyone been reported missing? Have we checked on this? Um, yeah, I'm guessing that Brian has been so caught up with um, the Beyonder part of things that he's been forgetting, like, to approach it in the same way that a parent would. So, uh, yeah, he's just staring at you. See, this is why I'm asking for your help. Thank you, my friend. All right. I got a contact down at the uh, down at the cop shop. I, I can make some inquiries. Um, I, I think the idea of tiring her out makes sense. I wouldn't want to fight with, you know, and Quintess pulls her, pulls at her suit slightly to make like a small seam and then goop starts like bubbling out. Mm. And then you see like little tendrils begin to like reach up and then she pulls the, the, the suit back together and then like it closes and the thing retreats. I, I just don't know if that's, well, maybe, maybe, maybe tiring her out's a good idea. Yeah, yeah I would might be one of our highest stakes jobs. Yet, ain't like a pilgrim in a graveyard. We can't just hit it till it goes away. Nope. This is a situation that requires delicacy. All right, I'm gonna make a few phone calls. <clears throat> All right, that you, sounds you like know, you're making an overcome check. Uh, yeah, sure. Liquidator's gonna. Uh, let's see. What do I got for this? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, I'm. He's gonna use his uh, intuition power. Um, maybe, uh, his legitimate businessman quality, you know, he's got connections where connections count. Um, and he's gonna, he's gonna ask around, anyone missing the kid? Anyone knows the kid belongs to? There's a kid going around warping reality. She's been on TV. Anyone call the TV station saying, hey, that's my kid. You know, regular kinds of questions. <laughs> um, um, mid-die is a five. Okay, so that's gonna be a success with a minor twist. Um, what is your, uh, what are the minor twists associated with your, um, uh, uh, principles? principles? Yeah. Um, I, w I wasn't using the principle, but, uh, I guess for a minor twist, um, I have principle of the future. You have visions or knowledge of things yet to come, or sorry, what unintended ripple did your actions have? Uh, that could be a fun one. Um, and I also have the principle of business. You're always looking at the bigger picture. How does your action cause tension with the team in this moment? Okay. Um, uh, so um, you you call in uh, to the um, to to the police station, like trying to find out what anybody knows about this this girl, um, and. Um, uh, and the um, uh, they say that uh, that while they're you know kind of keeping it out of the media, the girl hasn't been super like circumspect about uh, like where she appears and how she's getting around because she's like five. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and it seems like she is the uh, child of uh, of a hardy penny, um, which you know uh, because he is uh, like one of your like like good like investment buddies uh like he's in he's part of your country cl club like, oh boy well huh that's either very good news or very bad news for us yeah uh and, and you realize that um that if that's who it is uh you've actually probably not like met met this kid before but you've like been in the same room yeah like you've you've been like to, to like the high society parties and stuff 
Um, okay. Knowing the parent is very useful, maybe we could drag him into this. Yeah, but uh, you see, the, the problem is, is you you know that uh, that that Hardy and his wife are are the you know anything for my princess kind of parent. Mm. Oh boy. So if you like, uh, you know, kind of come at him straight on about this, he's uh, he's more likely to like wall up and lawyer up and say, oh, you can't go- come near my kid. My kid can do whatever she wants, and she wants to be a superhero, you know. That type. All right. Yeah. Okay. An asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've already paid my way, kid's way into college, and she's only five. That type. All right. Well, maybe we'll have to do something a little more secure, circuitous. But if she knows me or if she's seen me before, that that's something. We can work with that. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll go deliver something of the good news that I found out who the kid was, who the parent is, and why we should not involve the parent. <laughs> and the fact that, like, the police are aware of the situation mm-hmm. so that's something to keep in mind so many things in this world are the result of bad parenting horrible mm-hmm. not sagely uh quintess is uh writing things down on a notepad um and co- essentially comparing notes with brian about what the fell are and how they work um so wait so they they're all in lamps not all of them. The Fell do still exist, but it is only the ones that committed the heresy of granting humans everything they wanted. Those are the ones labeled genies and condemned to lamps. Oh, okay. So there are other ones. Is there like a... Are there like... Do they have any organization? Um, yes, in a sense. They do know each other and they do keep in contact so that they can ensure that others do not commit this same heresy. They can be difficult to locate as they choose the humans who they help. But if you Hmm. would like to look into maybe speaking to one of these in an effort to try and cure this, well, condition of yours, then I would be happy to assist you, Quintess. Now, see, that's an interesting idea. I've been thinking about this for going after the kid, but we could also go after the genie. Now, obviously, that's kind of dangerous, but maybe... You know, genies need people to live so we could make some kind of deal. Five-year-old, not sustainable. She's got to fall asleep eventually. Yeah, we have to get the genie from the kid is the problem. Luckily, I'm good with kids. I think we should do this sooner as opposed to later because... See, here is one of the problems with genies. Um, They will exhaust a person's desires uh, eventually. It's easier for adults because adults want less things, but do you remember... When you were younger, and at Christmas time, all the different things you would ask for, and it was still never quite enough. Infinite imagination, right. Still never got that damn pony. And yeah, I just point, uh, sort of like, um, you know, sweep a hand towards Lemnisgate as if to, you know, gesture to the others. See? Well, uh, all right. So wait, 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 you never really answered my question. Do you mm-hmm. think it is a reasonable idea to go after the genie rather than the kid? Is that, that is, is that too cool. dangerous? That is also possible, but, um, just a mo- just one moment, let me consider this. So, John, about how difficult is it to contact another member of the Fell? Um, it would be rather difficult, because, so the thing is, the Fell, like, they, they encourage people, and they get people to, like, work towards, like, getting, like, uh, you know, fulfilling their desires. But they aren't exactly picky about the people they, they help. So, you know, maybe they'll help a school teacher renovate a school and, like, 
like have that desire to fix their community, but they're also likely to be like, hey CEO, you want more money, right? You should just like cut wages on your minimum wage staff. Oof. Give yourself a bonus. And That's then the CEO what says, deserve. what a great idea. Mm. <laughs> what I... You know. I love it. But so they don't actually make people act like a specific way, right? They just they just get like give people ideas and encourage people and help. Yeah, they're like up, the right? venture capitalists of of desire. Like they 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 give them a little help to to help them on their way to to making a uh to 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 becoming more to to generating more desire or creating environments that generate more desire. Mm. But they're not like telling people to do anything right yeah no they they aren't they aren't like yeah no you should dick over these people it's like oh hey you know that idea you had to dick over these people that's probably a good idea here's a little help with that i like this plan i'm excited to be a part of it yeah so like the and because of that the the fell are like like there are some that are like quote unquote good and they help good people but it's not like a unanimous thing and a lot of human spellcasters who know about them are are, are you know kind of pissed about you know maybe helping out some tyrants in the ancient past mm. kind of thing so they they tend to keep to themselves and keep away uh, out of the public eye uh like like you'll you'll see them like doing things like posing as people's personal assistants or like you know like there there are a lot of the man behind the man kind of kind of people usually um but they, right. they, like, Brian could theoretically, like, try to contact them, but, like, he, like, especially because Brian is a magical defender of, of, of a city and, like, the Fae, uh, the Fell, not the Fae, the Fell, probably know about him, they would probably be very hesitant to, to talk to him because it's like, well, I mean, he's either contacting us for, like, help or he's contacting us to, tr- to say, get out of my city. Yeah, like for the same reason that you know, if there was a, um, if there was a council of ghosts being contacted by the Ghostbusters, they would also be very hesitant. Yeah, I see. Yeah, so, uh, so it's, yeah, it's not likely that that Brian could contact the 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 like the greater like fell uh like society, um, but going after the after the genie could be possible. Um, if you can find them, which is, um, you know, yeah, uh, right. Although that is an option, I am not certain that that is the best idea. For time is of the effort regarding this young lady. All right, well, it's worth a shot. Oh. Indeed, a very valid idea. Work time of less of a consequence at the moment. <laughs> so let me skate at the bringing up of like the fact that it's like personal assistance and people who have helped people you know, professionally and stuff like that. Lubniscate's just going to text her producer, are you a fell? Yeah, no, Lubniscate's, your producer just sends you, like, a row of, like, question marks, but I I feel like your producer is used to you asking really weird questions. I'll take that as a no. (laughs) Puts one away. Uh Uh-huh. But yeah, so, um, while you're all discussing this, uh, I assume that Brian has put basically the uh the equivalent of like a, a web alert uh uh for when this magical signature pops up again yep absolutely i am yeah so uh there is apparently a spike of magic happening in downtown uh and then because you're you you know 
all of your stuff is set up to, to scan for things. You, you see a spike of, of magic you've seen before, though to a much lesser d amount. Um, uh, according to your readings, it looks like the... Uh, uh, it looks very similar to the, the signature of the Cutlery of Chaos. You have to be fucking kidding me! And I just hold a hand out with some change even before I know that the jar is there. Um, yeah, the, uh, well, it, it doesn't look like somebody got their hands on the full center or, you know, running amok again, but it's like, a, it's the same frequency, you, you would say. Okay, so after putting some more money in the swear jar, um, yeah, I inform the group as to what's happening. Oh, what? I thought we dealt with that. I thought so too, but the fact is, we cannot leave this for any longer. We have to move out now if we wish to contain the fallout from all of this. All right. Well, oh, maybe going. I should wear my mascot outfit, and the little girl will might come to me. Uh, maybe not. My my day job is a mascot, and I'm good with kids, so I think I this might be more up my alley. If you don't mind me suggesting, oh, yes. um, uh, I, sure. Quintess. Um, for matters of delicacy, I believe Lemnus Gate is very qualified to deal with this, but just, um, <clears throat> I did ask for your help for a reason, Lem uh, Quintess, and should anything come up, um, I trust you to do what you do best, my friend. Quintess nods, and then you can clearly tell she's not sure what she does best, so she's no. just gonna be like, um, alright. Alright, so I'm gonna teleport us all over to the scene where this is happening uh yeah so you teleport over to the scene and you see um princess sparkle miracle um uh doing battle with uh with the villain shift oh no why why yeah, um, i seen that guy on the news also yeah. i always forget you can teleport us why did i drive to your house anyways uh yeah so uh for those who did who weren't part of that that adventure shift is a low is a small time crook who uh managed to get his hands on a very powerful magical set of cutlery um yeah uh he um he does not seem to have said cutlery but he does uh still have his power of intangibility uh, and seems to be waving around a wooden spoon for some reason huh uh yeah and uh he is currently uh engaged in fighting with uh uh with princess sparkle miracle and seems to be uh actually losing so mm -hmm. i mean all he's got is a wooden spoon i'm not that surprised all right so um so he's got a wooden spoon so it's very similar to the cutlery of chaos uh no no it isn't the cutlery of chaos was all metal that was engraved it was magical like brian you are looking at this spoon this is a wooden spoon. There is no magic in this spoon. Yeah, just, um, I, um, all of, yeah, if anybody's looking at Brian's face, like, he's looking at the spoon, and honestly, he just looks so fucking done right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> first, first he had to explain all this bullshit, and now you yep. have to deal with this. With this asshole, again, and this time, it's not even made of metal. Like, all of the cutlery of Chaos involved metal in some way, shape, or form, even the spatula. <laughs> but this is a wooden spoon. Yeah, yeah, you're, you you have no, like, idea what, what he's doing with that. Um, but we are uh, moving into the combat scene. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, so, scene tracker, we are doing uh, 242. 
as the uh, uh, as the scene tracker. Um, uh, and I will give uh, I will give Brian the initiative. Okay, so um, I think that the first thing we should do. If we inter, I have a bad feeling that if we interfere with the little girl or try to stop her first, she will take this to mean that we're villains as well. So to get on her good side, first off, let's just make sure to take care of Shift. So, um, yeah, for this, Brian the Beyonder, let me just uh, double check his character sheet. Um, yeah, he's just going to use Arms of Enoch to start off by attacking shift because honestly fuck this guy so yeah. all right so he's gonna conjure up telekinetic arms and he is just gonna start um yeah uh just start wailing away on this guy without um oh uh while when you do that uh victor's gonna put his his hand on your shoulder and be like hey if you want to get on this girl's good side you gotta act like a hero but not just a hero you gotta be like disney movie saturday morning cartoon hero like make a show of it um, are you talking to me? Or all of us, I guess. All, all of us. So you're saying this, then you look over and Brian, like in, you know, full on, you know, basically he's got the caffeine jitters. He looks like he hasn't slept in who knows how long. And he is just, <laughs> um, yeah, basically these telekinetic arms are starting to wail away on shift uh, using my max die of 10. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's he's going to he's going to uh, use his ability can't touch this mm. um, to uh, defend with intangibility. Uh, okay, so that reduces some of the damage. Uh, that uh, reduces it uh, down to three. So he uh, you still hit him, but a lot of your strikes pass through him. It's like, ha! Ah, did you forget what my uh, my real superpower? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I am just gritting my teeth, and, uh, yeah, I am, uh, just, you know, cracking my fingers as I am preparing to, you know, uh, look at more ways of taking this guy down. But, yeah, you guys realize that Brian is really, really looking very frazzled and not at all like his normal, you know, theatrical over-the-top self. Right. All right. Uh, who are you passing to? Um, I am going to pass to Quintess. Okay. Uh, Quintess is going to use Causality Break, which means I'm going to use Mythos and Telekinesis. That is a five. So five damage. Uh, you may move the target of that attack anywhere else nearby. The target goes next. Uh, you decide who takes the turn after that. So I will say that he can go next, but uh, I'm going to put him beside... Uh... Wait, who has close range abilities? Like, who wants... Who, who is it helpful to be near? I'm going to tell you I'm... I, uh, I don't have close range abilities, and also I'm going to try and get on Prin Princess Sparkle Magic whatever's good side. Yeah, I'm more of a one-on-one -on -one fight kind of guy, so... Okay, uh, I'll just put him in the middle of us, so he can't, so that we're all surrounding him. So, yeah. Uh, I also got a five, so but I think that's a minor twist. John? Is it an attack? Yeah. Uh, then um, attacks don't have minor twist, Joey. They just oh, yeah, damage. sorry. Sorry, so just, yeah, five damage. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, he takes five damage and is, like, zooped through the ground and 
brought into the the middle of your your beat circle. Uh, you, uh, I take it you're passing to him. Um, after doing that, after after like a void hand reaches out of the ground, pulls him under, then like throw like throws him out. Uh, uh, it, it throws him out of a direction that nobody was looking. Um, uh, Quintess looks over to the the what's her name? Magical miracle. Uh, uh, Princess Sparkle Miracle? Yeah, Princess Sparkle Miracle. It says, um, uh, Magical Hand! Uh... <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, and it does, like, a, it does like a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he, uh, when he hits the ground, he, uh, phases through it and pops up, uh, on the, uh, far side of the, um... Like outside of outside of your kick circle, uh, and starts running in the opposite direction because he doesn't know what just happened, but he doesn't want any part of it. Um, he's going to, um, uh, uh, he is going to uh, slap the ground with his wooden spoon and say, "Face my spoon, might." Oh, oh, buddy, come on! Fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. We've been through this once before. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah, and he's going to uh, deal uh, five damage to Brian the Beyonder, because he knows that that guy's like a, a wizardy thing. And that, that um, so uh, he when he hits the spoon against the ground, uh, Brian, you recognize that that... Like, an amount of chaos magic travels out of his body and into the spoon and into the ground, and the ground just kind of gets all weird and bendy. Like, the of way course. that that the um, that space does when you use the cutlery of chaos on it. Uh-huh. Um, and you realize that he must have uh, kept some um, rudimentary, like, chaos magic in him from, like, using the, the cutlery unshielded for so long. Um... So, you're going to take five damage. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Oh! Oh, God! Why? Why do you have to keep going after this cutlery? <laughs> hey, that's a neat trick. Yeah. So, I, I... Also, Brian, you realize that he does not need a spoon to do this. He's just that dumb and thinks he needs the spoon to do it. Mm. Ah, space jam situation. <laughs> Classic Space Jam scenario. Classic Space Jam scenario, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess he immediately passes to... Who did you want him to pass to, Joey? Mm, who wants to go next? Uh, I can go last. Okay. So Lemniscate then? All right. In that case, uh, uh, I'm going to be like, Princess Sparkle Mi Miracle. Don't worry. My name is Lemniscate, and I'm here to help with my allies. We're heroes too, and just like be super over the top, but super friendly, like the cavalry has arrived type thing. Mm -hmm. With okay. principle of youth, so that'll be presence, persuasion, and status die. So that is d10, d8, d10. Oh, so are you actually like a, a teenager or like a kid? I'm like I'm I'm like high, I, I'm early college. I'm like I'm like nineteen twenty. Okay, cool. All right, so that is with max. So that is an eight. Okay. Um, then that's a success with no twists. Um, yeah, uh, Princess Miracle Sparkle, uh, says, Hi, uh, thanks for the help. Um, 
Uh, we should get the bad guy. That we should. Let's go, princess. And, you know, turn, and I'm going to pass the turn to her, actually. Okay. Um, uh, she is going to plant her feet, uh, swirl her wand in a circular motion, and uh, yell, Miracle! And she's going to attack with, uh, with her magic wand, which is d8. And... Uh, so that's going to deal 11 damage to, um... Yikes! To Shift. So he, uh... So, uh, Shift, um, manages to, like, narrowly, like, he gets hit by the beam, but it, like, uh, he manages to, like, dive into a nearby, like, wall and, um, seems to reappear back on top of a, a building. He's like, alright, that's enough. I'm out of here. I'm not fighting... Uh, any more of you chumps and he starts running of course he does uh-huh yeah um but yeah no that that was not a a weak attack what that 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 she just did um but it does seem to have uh worn her out slightly so oh boy i think victor's starting to understand the severity of this situation <laughs> um quintess is gonna walk over to the little girl um, and take her helmet off. Um, uh, hi! How's it going? Um, I, I, so, Shift is still in the scene. He's, like, you guys oh. can go oh, go okay. chase him. I, 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 I like, uh, I, yeah, so, uh... Quintess doesn't really he'll... care. Okay, we'll, we'll keep in turn order, but Quintess doesn't seem to care about Shift. Yeah, okay. Um, he, he can either pass to me or the environment, I think. Yeah, so she's gonna pass to the environment... The environment's gonna tick up. Um. Yeah. Uh. Um. Okay. Everyone is going to. Uh. All of you are going to take a minus one penalty as the. Uh. The street underneath you seems to still be slightly liquidy from whatever shift did to it. So everyone mm -hmm. takes a minus one penalty for. Ah uh, dang. Um, and then the environment is going to pass to the liquidator. All right. Well, everybody likes a happy ending, especially little kids. So let's try and give her one. Um, hmm. Uh, so I'm going to use my green ability, uh, cash flow, where I, I attack a target using telekinesis and hinder the target using my min die. Um, so uh, the liquidator is going to open one of the pockets in his vest and just reams of cash are going to flow out towards shift. And the idea is to, to wrap it around his legs and his ankles. So it's harder for him to run away. Um, so let me just roll that. We're still in green. And with a minus one, uh, mid die is a five. All right. Oh, and uh, uh, min die, the hinder is a, a two. So I guess that's just a minus one. Yep. Okay, so uh, he has the minus one hinder cash grabbed. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to yell at him for good measure. Hey, buddy, we found you before and we took away your spoons. We'll do it again. You may as well stick around. Make it quick. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you know what? Um, uh, yeah, he, he's like on the ground, like trying to like wriggle out of the cash. 
Um, which he seems not to be able to phase through because of magic, maybe? You're not sure? Sure. <laughs> you don't really know how his power works. Yeah, Nobody can really sure to, how my powers work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's the, uh, the top of the initiative order. Uh, who are you passing to? Oh, um, uh, I'll give it back to, uh, Lemniscate. Okay. Which is perfect, because I am actually going to, uh, <clears throat> uh, start singing, uh, using my, the power of dance green ability. Um, so I'm going to start singing and dancing specifically to, because it's relevant to the Christina Aguilera song, Genie in a Bottle. Um, so, uh. I boost using illusion and apply that bonus to all. Everyone else gets it, uh, but this bonus to attack and overcome actions until the start of my next turn. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be illusions, uh, rising pop star, and status die. D6, D8, D10. And my mid die is a four. Minus one, so three. Okay. So that's a uh, plus one bonus for everyone uh, on all attacks and overcomes until the next. Until your next turn. turn. Yeah. Um, Tyler, evens or odds? Odds. All right. Uh, You can tell that when you start singing, uh, Princess uh, Sparkle Miracle seems to recognize you. Uh, Maybe she might uh, know of you from your from your idol career. Perfect. Uh, We can work with this. Uh, And I'm going to pass it to uh, Brian the Beyonder. Okay. All right. Okay, so, um, yeah, I guess I am going to... Is Shift still trying to run away right now? Uh, yes. Um. Okay, so I guess, uh, yeah, I'm gonna teleport in front of him, and I'm just gonna keep on going with the Arms of Enoch, because at the moment, we are still in the green zone, and I can't do much else right now. I mean, you can take a minor twist to use a higher level power. I'm good for now, thank you, though. Uh, I can save those that stuff for when, um, you know, Yellow Zone rolls around very shortly, I'm guessing. <laughs> so, let's see what we got here with a minus one penalty. Uh, yeah, my max die for this is a seven reduced by one, so that is a six total for six points of damage. Did you add your, is that including the plus one from Lemniscate's boost? Oh, thank you. Sorry. So that's a seven total then. Yeah, no, you, you just... A magical arm just comes up and, like, cold clocks him. He's down. Yep. That's it? Yep. Good. Okay, then. Yeah. Um, shift without oh, the uh, the Cutlery of Chaos has uh, has a grand total of 25 hit points. Ha! <laughs> All right. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.